This podcast is brought to you by Two More Reps Coffee Beans. Get your two more reps with this natural pre-workout. Buy your bag at twomoreps.com.au. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Pools Body Engineering Podcast. Today we bring you episode number 81. 81. And I'm going to talk about a um, subject that is very common. I've raised it numerous times in previous podcasts, not to mention other commentary, social media posts, etc. And that is the variables around why you're not losing weight. Why are you not losing weight? What are the reasons for it? Now, most people obviously fixate success um, in terms of a weight and weight loss journey on the scales okay the scales determine everything we seem to put all of our energy into that two to three digit number on the scales and whether or not we've had a good week or a bad week which is such a bad psychological ploy but at the same time I get it because that's sort of the stigma and the the way we've been conditioned to understand weight loss to be but it's not true but I want to get to the bottom of reasons why legitimate plausible reasons as to why you're not losing weight and i did a post about this earlier this week and that sort of spawned this podcast idea because sometimes when you post on social media you can't elaborate on the content you're putting out there you know you're limiting what you can talk about a lot of people don't want to read heaps of stuff but they're happy to listen so reasons for not losing weight now this may apply to you one of them may apply to you several of them may apply to you none of them may apply to you but I'm going to go through the obvious ones, uh, detail them a little bit more, and that might give you a little bit more insight into why you're having trouble. So the first one, the obvious one, is not tracking correctly. Okay, we all know that a calorie deficit is a success to losing fat. Okay, we put our body into a deficit where we are eating less than our body needs in terms of energy expenditure, and we force our body to consume fat as an energy source. Therefore, reducing body fat and therefore reducing body weight. Now, if you're incorrectly tracking, which does happen a lot, then you're not potentially gonna be in that deficit. You know, you might be tracking Monday to Friday and then you're a bit looser on the weekend. You might not be tracking everything you're eating, like, um, you know, you might be making your kids dinner and then all of a sudden you snack on some leftovers or maybe you're um, making some sandwiches for lunch and you lick the spoon or you lick the knife um, with the jam on it or the peanut butter. You know, things like that, that seem so innocent and you don't even realize you're doing it, yet you do that five days in a week, it can certainly add up and put you over the threshold of a deficit into maintenance or potentially a surplus. So tracking accurately or tracking incorrectly is a big, big one. And I'm not saying that you have to be 100% all the time because we know consistency is the common denominator here. If you're consistent, then you're gonna get success. But if you're very inconsistent with your intake because of incorrect tracking or just you know lackadaisy tracking, then of course you're not gonna see results. So that falls on the individual. Lack of compliance, there's another one. So are you eating properly or are you just, you know, 
fluffing about and sort of maybe you know a six out of ten every day and then you're training maybe two days a week um you know but then you get to the weekend you have a few beers and you know you, you fall victim of social events and things like that well that's not compliant okay that's not compliant that is a big lack of compliance so you know the reality of the situation is if you want results you've got to put in the hard work which means consistency which means sacrifices which means determination commitment and being compliant. You have to be compliant. It's simple, okay? There's no quick fix here. You know, I, I detest eight-week challenges for what they represent. I detest all these people that promise to lose f between five and 10 kilos in four weeks and all this rubbish that's on the internet at the moment and social media, I hate it because it is not teaching anybody sustainable weight loss. Sustainable weight loss takes time, okay? It takes patience, okay? You gotta do it the right way and you gotta do it a healthy way, not an aggressive way where you're gonna put your body under tremendous stress. Compliance, poor sleep. Sorry, I don't understand. Poor sleep hygiene, okay? Poor sleep hygiene. Now, poor sleep hygiene is a big, big factor because when we sleep, that is when we recover, that is when we repair, that is when we rest, that is when our brain switches off and reboots, okay? But if you're sacrificing sleep for work, for family, for, um, I don't know, whatever else it is that you get, get done during the day, sometimes it can be detrimental, sometimes it can actually be counterproductive. So sleep is so, so important. Quality sleep too, not going to bed, you know, um, at nine o'clock and waking up at six, but your, your, your sleep is completely broken throughout the night, like quality sleep. There's a big difference between quality sleep and poor sleep. So, you know, if, if you're a regular trainer, if you're dieting okay, but you're not losing weight, have a look at your sleep and then identify what you need to do to fix your sleep because there's so many things nowadays available to us to correct our sleep, to improve our sleep, to have a better sleep practice, better sleep routine, and then ultimately better sleep hygiene. And it could be simple things like meditation, calming apps, music, um, podcasts, reading before you go to bed, lights out, no stimulus, no caffeine after lunchtime, you know, not a big heavy meal before you go to bed. All these sorts of things play a role in getting to sleep properly. So sleep hygiene is a massive factor when it comes to weight loss. High stress, my God. The amount of people that I manage and, uh, and work with throughout each and every week that have had stressful weeks, and it's primarily due to, to, to their job. You know, they're in a high pressure, high stress job, um, and then, then they're wondering why they're not losing weight, and their body is under tremendous stress. Yet, we wanna put it under more stress through a diet. Like, diet is a form of stress on the body because we're taking it to a place where it doesn't wanna go. You know, we're putting it into a deficit, we're forcing it to work harder through training, um, which is more stress again, and yet when we have psychological stress or financial stress or you know, emotional stress, straight away, the body's not gonna play games, it's not gonna to wanna to lose weight because it's not relaxed, it's not comfortable, okay? If anything, it's completely the opposite of that. So high stress plays a significant role in weight loss. So if you have a high stress job, if you have a lot of stress going on in your life, whether it be, you know, maybe you're you're struggling financially, maybe the whole COVID thing has, has put a lot of pressure on, on you as a family, um, your job, maybe the kids are running amok, like all these sorts of things are variables that will play a role in your, in not having success in terms of weight loss. 
So that is another legitimate reason that needs to be seriously managed, considered, calculated and resolved. So if the stress is not going to go away, you need to learn ways of managing it, um, whereby you can control it a lot better through breath work, through meditation, okay, improve sleep, things like that, not alcohol. Not enough protein. Here's another one. Okay, protein is a very satiating macronutrient. All right, what that means is it effectively keeps you fuller for longer because it it breaks down slower in the body than carbs and fats do. Now, it is very very important that we obviously eat to a certain level of protein each and every day to support muscle growth, development, recovery, repair, um, but also to support the type of training that we're doing. Now, everyone knows I'm a big advocate of weight-based training, resistance-based training, because I believe that's where the most um, health benefits come from. And if you're under-eating on your protein, if you're not eating enough on a daily basis, then you're gonna pull up sore, you're gonna pull up inflamed, you're gonna pull up and be sore for days, okay? Which means your recovery is gonna struggle, which means your training is gonna struggle, which means you're not gonna actually see success in terms of weight loss, okay? Very, very important. Protein is a very, very important key element to the success of weight loss. It really is. Now, the obvious one, which kind of falls into the same category as tracking incorrectly, and that is eating too many calories. Simply as that. Simple as that. So if you've never calculated your calories before, or if you're guesstimating yourself, get a professional to double check your numbers, okay? There is plenty of maths out there that tells you how to work out maintenance calories, surplus calories, and um, calorie, uh, calories in a deficit for an individual, okay? It's very individual specific. And this is again why I dislike eight week challenges because they put, all put you on the same amount of calories. But, you know, person number one against person number two, person number one weighs 90 kilos, person number two weighs 70 kilos, okay? Straight away, their composition is gonna be different. Maybe their height is different. Maybe the levels of strength are different. Maybe their cardio and endurance is different, which means their calories have to be different, okay? This is pure science biology okay it is not a case that person number one and person number two can be on the same calories if they're doing the same challenge it's ludicrous that people do that and it, it it's i believe criminal because they're putting people through so much stress that they should be able to do it so if you're eating too many calories and you're not losing weight well, firstly, you are eating too many calories, okay? That's the first thing, like the obvious one. Whenever someone comes to me and says, look, I've been doing this and I'm not losing weight, straight away I look at their food because their food is the obvious um, thing, the obvious variable that will potentially needs to change. That's the first thing. The most obvious thing is always the most common thing. So you look at that, you break it down, you see what they're doing wrong. Maybe they're eating unnecessary calories. Maybe, maybe they're subconsciously eating calories. Maybe they're just not tracking on the weekends. Maybe they're not including like alcohol, things like that, which can easily add up. Um, you know, too many calories is a very, very common tale. Um, so sometimes it, it, it's not so much too many calories. It's also often not enough calories. And that's another common one because we as a society have been brought up to believe that you need to train heaps primarily cardio and you need to eat less to lose weight and that makes sense from a fundamental you know a plus b equals c perspective that makes perfect sense eat less lose weight makes sense right but it's not the case because our body is such a complex mechanism that it needs a certain amount of fuel to function correctly 
okay? If you don't give it enough fuel, it's gonna underperform, it's gonna underfunction, which means it's not gonna lose weight in the correct manner, in a healthy manner. So sometimes it is important to eat the correct amount of calories, not necessarily a less amount of calories. Not enough weight training. Now, as I said before, I'm a big advocate of this, okay? Weight training is my bread and butter. It's what all of my clients uh, primarily focus on. Look, I, I have nothing against cardio. I do Muay Thai once a week and I love it. Um, and if a client comes to me and says they want to maintain some level of cardio, that's great, good on them. Um, if you enjoy it, do it. But I don't like putting people under an unnecessary stress or pressure through um, doing uh, exercises such as you know walking on a treadmill, uh, cross trainer, hit session, things like that. It's not necessary. So weight training is incredibly effective for losing weight, and the reason being is you're utilising your muscles. You think of your muscles as cogs in a engine or wheels in an engine. Okay, they all function to serve the purpose of the engine working at full steam. Right. So by effectively weight training, doing compound movements, isolation movements, you're making that engine work to its full capacity, meaning it's burning a lot of calories. So its energy expenditure is high and it's gonna burn a lot of calories, which means it's gonna burn, you know, or reduce body fat over time. That's effectively what happens. You will burn more body fat through weight training than you will through cardio. And this has been proven through a number of different evidence-based research papers and um, studies and things like that. So if you don't like weight training, maybe you're not doing it right, or maybe it needs to be catered specifically to exercises that you do like. And I've had plenty of people tell me, oh, I really dislike squats. So we look at variations, like squats are very important. I'm not a big squatting guy either, but I will do variations of the squatting movement. So I'll do V squats, pendulum squats, lunges, um, leg press, you know, all these sorts of things that still mimic the fundamental movement of a squat, but just in a different way. All right, now this one I did mention earlier, too many added fats and oils, and this is an easy one to overlook. When you're cooking, you know, you spray the pan down with spray oil, and you don't include it because you don't think of it because it's just part of the routine of cooking. Um, adding oil to your salad, on the barbecue, on the pan, you know, into a mixture of, of something that you're gonna blend up. It is so, so simple um, to add extra fats and oils without realizing it. And as we know, fats are the heaviest of the macronutrients. They're nine grams a calorie. Um, so, sorry, nine grams um, per calorie. So it is a big, big thing to ensure that you include everything you consume, okay? It may seem um, un it may seem not important, it may seem, um, un uh, what's the word I was gonna say, consequential or inconsequential, inconsequential, um, but it is, okay? It is because, again, when we look at it over time, it may not m mean much on a given day at a specific time, but when you add it up over several days, over several weeks, it adds up to a lot and that can really impact your consistency, that can impact your progression. So it is incredibly important to ensure that everything you put in your mouth is calculated for and is allowed for and you are aware of. That's the biggest one, awareness. A lot of people don't realize it, that they, they, they pick at stuff and they eat stuff that they haven't tracked because one, they're not aware of it, two, they're just not paying attention and three, they don't think it counts.
Now, the final one I wanted to bring up, and this is a very obvious one, but again, can play a significant role, and that is underlying conditions or underlying issues. You know, you might have hypothyroidism, you might have, um, you know, asthma, you might have a injury, maybe you've had surgery, um, you know, you could have uh, swelling of the abdomen, maybe you've got hernia, you know, all these sorts of things will play a role. Um, some people have lipidemia, unfortunately. Like, there's a lot of concerns, a lot of complaints, a lot of issues, a lot of medical conditions out there that severely impact weight loss, fat loss. And if you have to take medication for these conditions, that medica medication can have an adverse effect as well, causing inflammation, causing fluid retention, causing bloating, causing digestive issues, causing loss of appetite, um, you know, dehydration, like all of these things. So it is important to not only know what you've got and how you're managing it, but also then pass that information on to any trainer or coach that you're working with. Now, another factor that I make very, very clear when someone starts working with me, particularly those that are going down the contest prep route, is get your bloods tested. Go to a blood doctor, a pathology doctor, who comprehensively knows how to and what to look for in a blood test. So we're talking, and I've mentioned this plenty of times before, we're talking all of your hormones. Big, big role to play hormones. If your hormones are out of whack, um, if they're off the charts, if they're too low, your body is not gonna wanna go where it needs to go, and it is gonna be under tremendous stress already. So get your estrogen tested, your progesterone, your testosterone, very, very important. Both males and females have all of those hormones. Get your metals looked at, your magnesium levels, your zinc, your copper. Um, get your adrenals looked at to make sure they're performing okay. Like there's so many things to consider that are potential um, game changers when it comes to weight loss. It's not just what you weigh on the scales. It's not just the tape measure around your waist. It's not just what you put in your mouth. It's not just smashing yourself in the gym. You've got to look at the big picture. You've got to look at it from a holistic perspective and tick as many boxes as you can. And weight loss is a learning experience as well. Education plays such a significant role. If you can learn more about what's going on inside you, what's going on around you, and have more control, more understanding, more knowledge, it's only gonna work in your favor. And this is what blows me away. Like so many people ask so many questions, and I'm all for questions because the more knowledge you have, the more power you have. But at the same time, they can do their own research. Like there's so much free information out there now to benefit you in terms of weight loss, health and fitness, nutrition, training techniques, all these sorts of things. People give stuff away for free all the time. Um, so it, I would certainly encourage further self-education podcasts. Like this podcast is obviously a primary example. You know, listen to the podcasts. Um, check them out. You know, it is so, so satisfying when people come to me and say, listen, I listen to this podcast and they spoke about this. You know, what do you think? And straight away, I'll give them my opinion. And I think, great, that is fantastic. You know, we all, we all drive in the car to work. So why not take advantage of that time and listen to something that's going to educate you rather than the rubbish that's on commercial radio? Seriously, you can get so much more. Think about it. Like if you have a 20-minute drive every day to and from work, that's 40 minutes a day, right? Times that by five days a week. There's 200 minutes, okay, 200 minutes, which is, what's that? That's uh, 200 minutes, 60, um, that's over three hours, three hours and 10 minutes, three hours and 20 minutes of content you can listen to 
every single week. Imagine what you can achieve in a year's time if you did that four out of five days. Four out of five days, not five out of five days, just four out of five days. Imagine the content and the learnings you can get from doing that. Blows me away. Time, we've got the time. I hate that excuse, time, I don't have the time, oh my God. Anyway, another topic. So look, there are plenty of reasons why you're not losing weight and it's generally not the obvious one, okay? Sometimes it is, sometimes it's your food, sometimes it's your training, sometimes it's just general consistency. But you've gotta look outside the scope, you've gotta look at all the variables at play, tick all the boxes and I guarantee you, you will have success if you put them all together and do the right thing. If you have any questions about this, as always, you can reach out to me um, through a DM, through commenting on this podcast, on any of my posts, and I'm more than happy to provide some insight. But for now, if you've really enjoyed this podcast, please screenshot and share it on my on your stories, not on my stories, on your stories, and tag myself at Paul's Body Engineering. Um, if you're interested in any of my coaching services, please jump on my website, Paul's Body Engineering. Paul'sBodyEngineering.com. You think I'd get it right by now after being in the game for nearly eight years. Um, But as I say to every client, every single day, have a great day.